and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Hetty committed suicide? Where? At the place where she was living. She'd been told to come along to police headquarters to answer some questions. Went upstairs to put on her hat. She didn't come down. When we went up, she'd done herself in. A razor done the trick. Good Lord. Oh, uh, Dr. Oh, Jekyll. Why, what's the matter? He's fainted. Get me some brandy, Paul. There's some on the table over there. Did he happen to know the young woman? I, I don't know. I don't think so. This whole business has upset him pretty badly. He wants to have been married to Mr. Addison's daughter in a couple of weeks' time. Yes, I suppose she won't feel much like getting married now. I tell you, sir, in all my experience, I've never seen a nastier job than that one. Hardly a bone left whole in his body. Yes. Yes, I know. Respectable old gentleman, too. Wonder what he was doing in a place like that. He's gone down there to try and buy the house on behalf of a client, I understand. You don't say. That man, Hyde, must be a devil and no mistake. What did he want to kick him to death for if that was all he had against him? Oh, uh, feeling better, old man. Uh, take a little more of this and lie still. You gave us quite a turn, sir, going off like that. I... I really... I'm... Well, I'm ashamed of myself. I can't think what came over me. You need a holiday. That's what's the matter with you. You've been stuck away in this place day and night. Blessed if I can think what keeps you here. Mm, Queer-looking place, if you'll excuse me for saying so, sir. Uh, what's all in big glass jars and long, twisted bits of pipe? Uh, there are tops for chemical experiments. Oh. Uh, Dr. Jekyll's a well-known scientist. Oh, I see. Feeling better, sir? Yes, thanks, Poole. I'll be all right now. Better let me get you something to eat, sir. You've hardly touched a bit since yesterday. Now, that's a good idea. We'll all go back to the house and shut this place up. It's enough to get on one's nerves without anything else. You all go ahead. I, I have something I want to do. I, I won't be long. Well, can't I do it for you? No, oh no. Uh, please go, all of you. I'm really better now. I, I can manage for myself. Uh, get them something to eat, Poole. Something hot and strong. I feel I... I need it rather badly. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll go right away, sir. That's a healthier sound, old man. I can see I'll have to take you in hand. Come along, officer. Yes, we'll go across. Dr. Jekyll won't be long. Hetty. David Markham. My mother. And my father. Utterson. And now, Hetty. Oh, God. <laughs> God forgive me. This is the trail of Hyde. Misery and ruin, sorrow and disgrace and murder. I have done this. I alone. Oh, let me wipe him from my existence. Let me make certain that never, never can this hideous monstrosity that walks in the guise of man pursue his frightful course again. To destroy the secret tincture that is necessary to transform me into. There. It spills across the floor like blood. Like human blood. Oh, that I could get that vision of the old man's blood out of my mind. 
And now, I'll go and lock that outer door. I'll lock it, grind the key under my heel, so that never again can I pass through. That was the door to my infamies. Let it be closed forever. And then perhaps in time, I'll cease to be afraid. I'll learn to live as other men, not in this hell of fear that he'll return. Oh, God. God. Have pity on me, God. What am I going to do to redeem myself in your eyes and in the eyes of men? Margaret, much better. He's sitting in the sun out in the garden. Uh, would you care to go out this way? Yes, I will. I bought these flowers for him. They looked so pretty in the shop window. I thought they might make him feel better. I think the sight of you, miss, will do more than any flowers. That's nice of you, Poole. But I'm afraid I'm not very cheerful company these days. We were talking about you in the servants' hall only this morning. Uh, if you'll excuse us for taking the liberty, miss... And we were saying that it was nothing short of wonderful the way you've borne up through it all. I've had kind friends to help me, Pooh. As if, as if the one thing wasn't enough without poor Mr. Henry getting took so bad. Dr. Lanyon was saying that if it hadn't been for you and the way you stayed with him and looked after him, he doesn't think he'd ever have come round the way he has. How did he seem this morning? Oh, a good deal brighter. Ask me what was in the papers, if you please. Really? Well, that is a good sign. It's the first sign of interest he's shown for weeks. I think you'll find him a good deal brighter in lots of ways when you see him. Then I'll go out right away. Thank you, Poole. I appreciate all you've done for me. It's been a pleasure, miss. A real pleasure. you, Margaret? I think I must have been in some sort of a daydream. I didn't hear you coming. I came over the lawn. No, don't get up. Let me sit here beside you. Oh, it's time I gave up these invalid ways. I'm really quite strong again. See? I don't need a stick anymore. Oh, that's fine. Will we go for a little walk? It's just lovely in the sun today. <sighs> Give me your arm. I'll see just how far I can go. I'll bet I can manage to the end of the square. Oh, don't be too ambitious. I don't want to have you going back to bed again. Oh, I promise you I won't do that. The weakness is passing now. I'm starting to think clearly again. I could even remember some formulas quite easily last night. Oh, please don't overdo it, dear. You've got to get really strong before you even think of work again. How are things going down at the clinic? Have you been down there recently? Yes, yesterday afternoon. Nurse Peterson, you are doing a wonderful job. Oh, now, don't tell me they don't miss me at all. That would be too much to put up with. <laughs> Never fear about that. I was besieged with people asking how you were. It'll be a great day down there when you're well enough to come back to them. Do you really mean that, Margaret? Of course I do. Why do you ask? I just want you to repeat it. It comforts me somehow 
to feel that I've done some good in the world? You? Why, whatever are you talking about? There's no other person I know who'd given so much of himself to others. Your whole breakdown was due to overwork. And now, I'm beginning to long to get back to it. Oh, but you mustn't. You've got to rest for a long time yet. Henry, why can't we get married quietly and go away together so that I can look after you? Please. Oh, yes, yes, I know we've been through all this before. But you don't convince me. The fact that you've had a bad breakdown doesn't mean that things have changed between us. I've got to be certain that was the reason for it. These things may have deeper causes than we know. What, what do you mean? I can only put it in one way. If someone came to me and said a man had had the kind of nervous collapse that I had had, and that he was going to get married immediately after it, I would say that he had no right to do so. Henry, you're, you're not serious. Oh, Margaret, darling, surely you must realize that these things don't happen by accident. Oh, what are you hinting at? Don't let's talk of things like that. You wouldn't if you were really well. <sighs> All right. All right. Let's enjoy the sunshine and each other's company. You've spoiled everything. Why did you want to say those things? I'm sorry, sweet. I'm sorry. But they're in my mind. In my mind always. It can't be that you're afraid there may be some sort of... Well, mental derangement. I can't say yet. It's too early to tell. Oh, no. No, not you, Henry. Not you of all people. I won't have it. It, it isn't possible. Hush, darling, please don't. Oh, what a fool I am. Now, come. Uh, now, we'll say no more about it now. Perhaps you're right. And these things are only the stupid fancies of a sick man. you've been talking to Margaret. Poor girl came to me in a terrible state this afternoon. What did she say to you? That you've got some fantastic idea that this illness of yours might have some other cause than overwork. And mightn't it? Oh, might? But it would take a lot to convince me there was anything wrong with you. Why? Do I have to answer that? <laughs> you know yourself better than I do. And that's the answer, Huey, old friend. I know myself better than you do than anybody else in existence does. And that's why I feel I have no right to marry Margaret Utherson. What? You're not serious. Never more so in my life. You'll break her heart. I can't tell you any more than what I say now. But I tell you, Hugh, that I have forfeited all right to marry Margaret. Or any other woman I shall ever meet. Now, don't ask me why. It's the truth. And it is the knowledge of that that has made me what I am, a man old before his time, broken in health, and my hair, my hair turned white before I'm 30 years of age. Mm -hmm. 